Hey, Seattle hockey fans, Eric Lindsay Ayala here. Happy Wednesday, hump day. I'm sorry I missed you for Turbo Tuesday. As you can probably hear in my voice, I'm uh, dealing with a little bit of a cold, which I hope is brought on by allergies, but PCR test pending. Anyway, uh, welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. We are going to get into some turbo Brandon Tanev news, and this will kick off the next several episodes where we're going to be hearing from players in their exit interviews. I'm not going to bombard you with all of them, but we're going to start with yesterday's availability with Ron Francis and Dave Haxtell talking about goalie coaching and a vacancy that now exists in the Seattle Kraken organization. All that and more coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken, your daily dose of all things Seattle Kraken. And it is officially the offseason for us, but we're still a daily podcast and will be throughout the NHL playoffs. So while we won't be on the ice, excuse me, uh, especially for those who are listening on audio, uh, a a pardon my raspy sound, but um, we won't be playing in the off season, but I will keep you updated about what's going on. And again, we will have the next several episodes where you'll hear from players in their exit interviews. I'll pull out some themes. You'll get to hear from each player that participated in the exit interviews. So we'll get a chance to focus on our guys what they're thinking about the offseason, how they're adjusting. So we're going to kick it off today with Brandon Tanev uh, and Yanni Gord. Then we're going to hear in the next segment a little bit from Vince Dunn and um, – or excuse me. Uh, so in the first segment, we're actually going to start with – Ron Francis and Dave Haxtell, because they started their media availability with some news regarding the Seattle Kraken coaching staff. And yesterday, Ron Francis announced that the contract of their goalie coach in the first season, uh, Andrew Allen, uh, will not be renewed. That's how the press conference started. So right now, actually, let me take you to that announcement. Then we'll come back and break it down a little because you know I've talked about goaltending. I've talked about just kind of um, the vibe. I don't know. I'm, I'm all about vibes. And um, the vibes were on again, off again, everywhere, but especially with goaltending. And Dave Haxtell actually addresses that as well. So let's head to that press conference from yesterday, Ron Francis making the announcement, and then Dave Haxtell kind of talking about um, – what some of the challenges per se were in net for the Seattle Kraken uh, this season, and but then also how the team and the goaltenders were able to get a little more into Seattle Kraken culture towards the last 20 or 25 games. Um, so, okay, let's take you over to Ron Francis and Dave Haxel speaking yesterday to media as part of the exit interview process to close out the inaugural season. Um, I appreciate everybody being here and certainly appreciate all your coverage during the season. I know it wasn't uh, wasn't the easiest of years with COVID and stuff, but appreciate 
making it work with us and uh, uh, we're looking forward to hopefully having a season next year with none of that around but uh, one never knows at this point I do uh, before we get into questions and stuff um, did make a decision today to uh, not renew the contract of uh, Andrew Allen our goalie coach so uh, he will not be coming back as our goalie coach um, at this point. So just want to make you aware of that. Other than that, um, I think Dave and I are ready for questions. Just basically how the this, this season had, had gone. Um, you know, I thought we struggled early um, and we just couldn't kind of get out of it. So um, we figured we'd uh, look in a different direction for next season. It's, it, it's a unique position. It's tough. Uh, you know, some of it is is dealing, you know, sort of with the, the mental aspect and the confidence and, and getting guys to feel good. Other things is the ability to pick up little things that maybe, you know, the goaltender is doing or not doing that could be affecting his overall play or position. So uh, you're looking at that aspect as well. Um, knowing, you know, when to push them, when to, you know, go and look for rest for them. I mean, there's a lot of things that factor into that. Um, and uh, it, it's a like I said, it's a unique position, and it's a, it's a challenge to find a guy that that works well and makes makes everything sort of smooth with your goaltenders because it's such a critical, you know. I spoke to the you know the the intricate details of it on a day to day basis. There's an awful lot that goes into it, and uh, you know we we had Andrew you know as a as a great great part of the staff in terms of you know who he is as a person, his work ethic. Um, you know, as we as we look towards the future, that's you know one thing in in terms of you know being a good fit with our staff, but most importantly, being able to communicate and affect uh, you know the, uh, the two guys that are in goal for us on a day to day basis. And so you heard it there, um, goaltending is an important position. You heard Ron Francis, or excuse me, Dave Haxtell say that. Obviously, it's an, a position that gets a lot of attention. Sometimes it's warranted and sometimes un, unfair. But you talk, he talked about Drieger coming in and out of the lineup. We've talked about that so much on Locked on Kraken. He talked about also just um, both Ron Francis and Dave Haxtell talked about really having to solidify what the culture and um, how that's being addressed is. So we can't, we can't know, at least right now, everything that led to the decision not to retain Allen. That being said, this move to me um, is important or it has the potential to be important because goaltending is something that as a young franchise, you're going to want to have to, you, you're going to want to solidify. And I've been alluding to this Again, all vibes, all auntie vibes. But I'd been alluding to this throughout the season that there are times where Philip Grubauer in particular looked on the ice uncomfortable, uh, looked a little disconnected from the team, and kind of – Philip Grubauer is excellent in not showing his hand. Um, but as, you, as I've learned kind of – how he communicates in post-game um, press conferences in particular, you can kind of pick up things of when he's maybe not feeling at his best. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Or, you know, he's, he's very uh, short with his answers as to not divulge into that more. So um, it, we'll see. I think if the, if there were communication issues, at the end of the day, heavy is the head. So uh, in that department, 
Um, if that's where the Seattle Kraken felt that they needed to make a change, I think it's indicative that that's exactly what they felt. This is the, the first move outside of the trade deadline that we are seeing the team make. Oop, excuse me. Hold on one second. Apologies, everyone. Needed a little bit of a, a sneeze break there. But um, again, I think that goaltending was something that the Seattle Kraken needed to look at. Um, it sounds as though with this move, the Seattle Kraken felt that they needed to do so at the leadership level, at the coaching level. Um, I think if I had to guess, if I were an owner or a head coach, I would probably work with my goaltenders to get their input on what it is that, that they want or that they need in this role. I'm assuming some of that has happened already. Um, we had already had the exit interviews with Philip Grubauer and Chris Drieger by the time this was announced. So it's not something that the goaltenders were able to necessarily comment on directly. Um, I kind of think that's a, an important move by front office and the head staff or head, <clears throat> head coach. I think uh, they should take the responsibility there. And uh, so I don't know. Um, you know, it's never easy to move on from someone, especially when you really only have uh, one season. That's not a lot of time in the grand scheme of things. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. I think it's it's got potential to push the Seattle Kraken um, in the right direction. But that is if they essentially chose the right thing to focus on. Um, so if it wasn't a, a goalie coaching problem, um, if they do keep their two goaltenders, um, if they keep, you know, other staff and stuff like that, we'll see. Um, so coming up next on Lockdown Kraken, I told you we we're going to have a of Tuesday on a Wednesday. So we'll hear from Brandon Tanov. He was actually the first player to give his exit interview, then a little bit from Vince Dunn, and we'll circle back to Ron Francis and Dave Haxtell, because I think um, what you're going to hear and tomorrow, um, <clears throat> assuming I don't lose my voice, but tomorrow I want you to hear from Yanni Gord. Um, and Dave Haxtell kind of set the foundation saying that towards the back end of the season, the Seattle Kraken started to get their character and identity. And that's what Yanni Gord talked a lot about. So I'm teasing a little bit of what we'll talk about tomorrow. But right now, let me tell you um, about one of our sponsors. That's the family-owned company, rockauto.com. You can save money when you use rockauto.com because they have everything that you need in one place. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same prices at a chain store or a car dealership when you can go to rockauto.com and get everything that you need. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And when you type locked on in their how did you hear about us box, that's how they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. And sadly, folks, as I mentioned, the Seattle Kraken are not in the playoffs, but, you know, we'll probably still have some breaking news, and you're going to want to catch up with that and everything else happening in the National Hockey League. And the way to do that is by tuning in or watching Locked On Now. Your experts, your hosts from throughout the NHL channel will give you updates on everything you need to know. Um, and so you're going to want to keep up to date with that. We're in the first round of the playoffs. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. So uh, 
go check out Locked On Now, available for free on YouTube and anywhere you listen to podcasts, just like everything, including this show, Locked On Kraken, just like everything on the Locked On Podcast Network. Okay. We heard from Ron Francis and Dave Haxtell talking about the coaching change. Again, that's goalie coach Andrew Allen uh, was brought in, um, you know, a Canadian goaltender, and he was a pro scout at one time. Um, He coached the Rockford Ice Hogs before coming over to the Seattle Kraken, uh, but will not be retained uh, past this season. So, Seattle Kraken are hiring a goalie coach. Um, We'll see how that pans out, and we'll hear from both goalies. Again, the news came after they did their exit interviews, but we'll hear from Philip Grubauer, we'll hear from Chris Drieger, and all of the rest of the the roster that ended their their season with the Seattle Kraken throughout the next handful of um, podcast episodes. As promised, though, we're going to do Brandon Tanev, coverage turbo tuesday but on a wednesday as you can hear i'm a little bit under the weather i I needed to take yesterday off and i'm really apologetic about that i was excited for turbo tuesday but um we're gonna do turbo tuesday on a wednesday here's brandon tanev talking to media he talks about um being with the seattle kraken obviously where he's at with his injury progression and what he hopes to bring for next season let's go to turbo and, you know, the city, the fans, we can't thank them enough. They've been um, extraordinary in this, this first season here in Seattle. So to them, you know, we really appreciate them. Night after night, packing the building, making things loud, making it a great place to play here at Climate Pledge. Um, so I think, you know, the goal is to, you know, to get better. Obviously, you know, you want to come back next year and and push for playoffs. Playoffs is the goal, and to compete for the Stanley Cup, that's the out, you know, the goal for – for the season next year, I think you know you want to come and, and have an opportunity to to win more games. You know to be you know better as a group. I think as a whole we can we can get better and and to get that next step and and ultimately um, to play in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I think everyone's plan is to go home in the off season and and work hard and get better. And I think you know as individuals that's our job as professionals to to get better at what we do and to come back and ultimately be a piece in the team and be a, a good role player if that's your job, be a, a scorer, you know, a 200-foot player, you know. I think um, as professionals, it's our job to take pride in what we do, and I think over the summertime, it'll be each and every one of our goal and part of the Kraken to, to come back stronger and even better. I put a lot of work in and worked hard and wanted to come in and make an impact right away, and, and that's the that's the opportunity I had here getting drafted with Seattle was to come in and, and make an impact right away, and I felt I was able to achieve that. Obviously, a little unfortunate with the injury to, to end my season, but a little adversity and you know a little hard work over the year and throughout the summer, and you come back and plan to be in the same position, if not better, than next year. There you have it. Brandon Tan of AKA Turbo, Turbo Tuesday on a Wednesday, lucky us. Um, but what I liked is Brandon talking about the energy that he brings you know, everything from uh, I've just seen a ghost pictures to being out in the community. Um, but he talked about being able to make that impact on the ice um, until he got sidelined, of course, with an injury that had him out for the remainder of the season. So I, just like Brandon, I'm looking forward to how he's going to find a way to bring that 
to next season and to elevate it every time you come back from injury or just come back to another season. You ask most athletes and they're going to say they want to come back even better, faster and stronger than before. And that energy, oh, that energy that Turbo brought Yanni Gord, obviously being kind of the, the fan favorite of the season. You know, I love Ryan Donato. He had an interesting exit interview. A few quotes I'm sure you've seen by now have been picked up. Um, free agent. I'm just saying Seattle, like, let's get it done. Not that I have an opinion. I definitely have an opinion <laughs> about Ryan Donato. Well, we'll get to Ryan. We'll get to Ryan later this week. Um, I'm really excited. I think that's where the Seattle Kraken can really crank it up. The I, I've talked about it so many times. This is such an amazing fan base. It's such an amazing media core. Um, that being said, we're very nice, very polite. Everything's new. We're excited. And I'd like to see the Seattle Kraken take that energy and be able to push forward and have it as a part of their character, as a part of their identity. I mentioned we're going to hear from Yanni Gord on that very point. That will be coming up next. But right now, let's hear from Vince Dunn. Also dealt with some injury. You'll hear in a moment. He doesn't really divulge where he's at with that. Um, but I want you to hear from Vince Dunn. Just a few snippets here. And then on the back end, we'll talk a little bit more about what he was able to do this season. There's a lot to build off of. There's a lot to be proud of that we've done here. Um, not the results we wanted, but um, I think there's there's a lot of uh, positive things to look forward to in the future. I think most of our wins we worked really hard for. So I think you can almost look at any of our wins. They were they were complete games. That's how we found ways to win games this year. Um, we weren't a team that could rely on one player to to get us through games or periods or moments. So, um, you know, those wins took all of us to do um, from top to bottom. Like you said, improving defensively, I don't think um, statistically it, it really shows for many guys on our team with um, the goal differentials. Um, but I think overall I took a big step in playing against top players. Um, I think when you're playing bigger minutes too, that's a lot more responsibility on you. So, um, yeah, I think I definitely took a stride in the right direction. It, it wasn't perfect by any means. So that was the amazing Vince Dunn, someone that definitely stood out to me. You heard that he was asked about making history um, or going down in history, being a Seattle Kraken first, that first player to score. Uh, but just talking about how that first game period was really exciting. Let's take a look, though, at his stats. Um, this is what we have from Vince this season in particular. Uh, if you look at uh, that, that top line, of course, we're looking uh, that he played in 73 games. Again, he talked a little bit about his injuries on the back end. He was day-to-day -to -day towards the end of the season, uh, had seven goals, uh, 28 assists. Um, you know, the plus-minus I don't think is going to be too kind to anyone on the Seattle Kraken, but uh, that's a little bit from Vince Dunn, 25 years old. Um, we're going to talk about the players, and um, I guess next week, Tuesday, we'll have uh, the, the draft lotto. So by this time next week, we'll talk about where the Seattle Kraken are with that, and we'll start getting into also, you know, 
free agents, restricted free agents and stuff like that. We're at with the salary cap, but um, Vince Dunn is one of those players that I think can definitely find a home here. He's talked about kind of being on that defensive core things that he's picked up from his teammates and uh, how he wants to continue to create that chemistry um, and stuff like that. So that's Vince Dunn. Coming up next on Locked on Kraken, we're going to hear from Yanni Gord, your fan favorite of the season. Um, just great energy from him as well, but in a different way than Brandon Tanev, in a different way than even Ryan Donato. I think those three for me were the kind of energy that I'd like to see elevated for this Seattle Kraken team. So we're going to hear from the one, the only Yanni Gord coming up next. But right now, let me tell you about Build Bar. All right, so this is real, folks. Um, when you're not feeling your best, uh, it's sometimes really hard to get the nutrients that you need to feel better. I'm living that right now. Apologies again, especially for those listening on audio as my voice will drop in and out. But the important thing when you're not feeling well is to still try and get those nutrients and those calories. And uh, with your most built with most built bars, excuse me, coming in at 130 calories with only four grams of sugar, only four grams of carbs. And it's really just something that I can snack on and, you know, then take a nap and snack on and then take a nap. So, uh, I, I keep telling you I'm a big fan of the Built Bar. Uh, I love that it's covered in chocolate. Also, when you're not feeling well like I am at the moment, sometimes those comfort foods uh, make you feel good, and chocolate's definitely one of those. But again, 100% real chocolate while also getting about uh, 17 grams of protein per bar. You've got your banana cream, your banana cream pie, raspberry double chocolate is my personal favorite um, from the original lineup. But uh, head over to built.com and you can use promo code LOCKED15. That will get you 15% off your next order of built bars. Again, go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15. One five for fifteen percent off your next order of built bars. As I always say, happy snacking. All right, fans, we're coming up on the final segment, and just before my voice completely cracks, thank you as always for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. I appreciate you so much. Uh, I'm not at my best today, but I wanted to show up for you because we've got so much stuff happening with um the Seattle Kraken. And I think it's important to, to keep the momentum going. Yeah, of course, you know, you've got the guys that are playing in, oh, okay, like the playoffs, but, uh, you know, it's fun to talk about our team and we're going to be there, but you know, I'm obviously joking in case you, you couldn't pick that up. Uh, I'm definitely joking <laughs> regarding the playoffs. Of course, that is the goal, but let's, um, let's take you through some of these scores. So, um, we had the first round, um, that was Monday and Tuesday. So, um, <clears throat> on Monday, the hurricanes came up big against the Boston Bruins. They won that game five to one, another five spot this time, the Toronto Maple Leafs against the two time back-to-back champions. We're going to hear from Yanni Gord, um, and maybe there's some insight there from what we hear from Yanni, but anyway, uh, five, nothing for the Maple Leafs in their first game of the first round of the 2022 playoffs. Another another shutout. This time the St. Louis Blues taking care of the Minnesota Wilds for nothing. Los Kings! You know, I have nothing but love for Blake Bolden and Francisco X 
Rivera over at the LA Kings, they take care of the Edmonton Oilers four to three. So those are Monday's scores. On Tuesday, you had um, the Penguins and the Rangers. <laughs> and this one was crazy. It went into triple OT. Like, I don't even understand what's happening. Ultimately, it was the Penguins. I was actually wearing a Penguins hat earlier today. I bought it because... Uh, I think I was in New York City and it was raining and I didn't have certainly not the Seattle Kraken at the time. And I'm pretty much, um, what is it? Agnostic, right? That's the term when it comes to men's hockey. I don't really have a, a particular team. I have people that I root for, but, uh, that, that hat is, um, it's not waterproof, but it's water resistant. I have a good friend. That's a penguins fan. Also Renee Hess, black Girl hockey club, huge penguins fan. So, uh, yeah, I have a Penguins hat, and I wear it when it rains. Today's a rainy day, so that's why I was wearing it. Anyway, enough about my hat collection. I like this one. WNBA season starts Friday. Uh, anyway, moving on. <laughs> I'm wearing a WNBA hat. It's a black hat with the orange logo for those who are listening to audio. Okay, um, the Panthers lost to the Washington Capitals 4-2. to two last night and then the avalanche talk about an avalanche of goals my goodness they take the cake for most goals scored in the first game of the first round 7-2 i'm sorry and you know ann kimmel friend of the show friend of the podcast but this is a tough one but you're going against the best offense and their offense is so good that one of their defensemen is actually one of the best scorers in the league take that and then this is the closest one that we had in the the first in all game ones of the first round. The Flames get a one nothing win over the Dallas Stars. All right, that's what we have. I mentioned though Yanni Gord a few times on the podcast, but in relation to um, the Tampa Bay Lightning, now he's he was asked about having some time off, and you could definitely hear that Yanni Gord was going back and forth about. Um, getting used to not playing at this time of year. Again, that's the competitor in him and not for nothing, but he has in the last two seasons been able to not only get to this point, but be successful and win the last game of the season. So he talks a little bit about that. But then also Yanni Gord and a few of the other guys, again, we're going to do this throughout the next handful of episodes, uh, just talking about really getting after it in the gym. Um, I feel that... It's not unfinished business necessarily, but there's um, this belief, I believe, I believe there's a belief, um, I'm, I've deduced as much that the players on the Seattle Kraken are not satisfied. Uh, they are um, willing to um, take some positives out of how the season ended and see that as potential, but Yanni Gord does a good job of explaining now the challenge is to be consistent, right? We got to grow out of the, that teenage inconsistency and follow up and follow through. So here's Yanni Gord talking about that and, again, talking about character. Well, finally, we're going to close the show going back to Dave Haxtell, excuse me, on team character, because I think that's going to be a guiding force throughout all of the exit interviews and certainly the moves that we see and the moves that we've already seen uh, come the off season. This is high. Yeah, thank you. This is so high, yeah? Um, I mean, a little bit of rest. Uh, it's going to be kind of 
nice to have a longer summer. Um, obviously, you always want to go deep. You want to go in the playoff and you want to uh, have meaningful games and kind of all that stuff. But um, this is um, this is what this is where we're at and it's okay uh, we'll have a good summer rest up uh, get back in the gym and uh, start it all over again and then be ready for camp yeah it's definitely going to be weird a little bit um, I'm definitely going to be watching though um, it's always playoff hockey is different animal it's so much fun to watch and uh, so we're definitely going to be uh, tuning in on that and it's going to feel weird but uh, it's it's okay I mean uh, we're uh we can't uh, we can't uh win every year and uh and uh yeah we'll we'll be uh, tuning in to me this team is uh is the way we got to win the way we're going to win is to find the right identity i think we've found that like i said there's some times that we weren't executing but we have the recipe we know what to do uh it's a matter of of doing it for for 60 and for 82 game and when you do that now you put yourself in a great position to get in the playoff and and, and go deep um, uh, but yeah I, th I, th I think really is the identity is this team the culture of this organization those are the thing that that kind of are going to build uh, this organization and this team to to get to the playoff and and that, that in the end that's the goal we took a step in the last two months of the season in teams of, in terms of what our team play looked like, uh, in, ter in terms of how cohesive we were from a night to night basis, um, and and that was you know that was evident uh, from you know from my standpoint. Um, there were times during the year early on that we had stretches where we played very well. We had good consistent stretches. We also had stretches where. Uh, you know, there's a lot of inconsistency to our game, and, and that that cohesiveness takes time to build. And that is, you know, that was that, that's one of the real positives coming out of the season is that we saw a stretch of 20 to 25 games at the end of the year where uh, that team play was there, and it was there on a on a very consistent basis, which is where you have to start. Um, and then, you know, for us, you know, as I look back. Uh, and go through this season in detail. We're going to look at all the areas, um, you know, that that we can improve uh, and push to a new level. But that foundation is one that we were able to take a step towards, uh, and that's that's a real important piece. All right, fans, you heard from Yanni Gord, you heard from Dave Haxtell. The reason I wanted to end on this note of character, and we will underpin it on every episode we're hearing in these exit interviews, is because when Ron Francis was talking about recruiting and signing guys with character, it's something that you can easily just, you know, you just scoff at it. Because it's one of those things like, what does that even mean? People kind of throw out that idea and that premise um, as a... Um, as kind of like, you know, just a soundbite, just as something that's quotable, as something that you know you're supposed to say, but most people have no idea how to actually do it. I don't think that's the case with the Seattle Kraken. So as much grief as Ron Francis was getting for, you know, putting together a terrible team, I mean, expansion teams are not always great. And that's because it takes consistency to be great. But what can get you through the hard times is character. And I do think our guys are uh, top-notch, world-class, 
they have been nothing but respectful, even when being honest. There's, you know, you don't have to uh, shy away from the truth. It was a difficult season. That's how Ron Francis opened his uh, his exit interview, essentially. But that doesn't mean that it was all bad. And it certainly doesn't mean that there aren't things to build off of. And for me, the one thing that sustained this team is the character. Now, the next part of that, again, is the consistency. But you have to have some pretty high character to get through a season like the Seattle Kraken did and want to come back for more. And as you'll hear in the next handful of episodes, our guys, they want to be here. Um, I'm not sure that all will. That's the nature of the beast. Um, but I think we're going to really start to see Ron Francis show his hand at what he wants and what he's trying to build towards. So I think we probably won't see any moves until we know where the Seattle Kraken land in the lottery. And then they've got some choices to make because they've got plenty of draft picks over the next handful of years. But I think I would venture to guess that they're probably going to you know, see what happens, especially with these playoffs looming um, and uh, pull together a team that can be more consistent than what we saw this year. And I think they already did. They did some of that at the trade deadline. So that's our show. I'm only had to sneeze one time through this whole thing. So I'm very happy about that. Um, I'm hoping I do feel a little bit better. Um, I, I was in North Carolina and the pollen, I mean, it was like you could rub your finger across, you know, like a chair and have all this pollen. I think between the pollen and the travel. And for those of you who may follow me personally at elindsay08, I launched uh, blackrosymedia.com. And that's going to be a hub for information, sports information that comes from black women. So whether it's NHL, NFL, or of course, women's sports, you will have a place where we are uh, reporting news, um, black women and melanated creators. So go check that out. Um, it was kind of, it kind of stunk to be sick during the launch day, but life is what it is. And like I said, hopefully it's nothing, um, more than I, unfortunately I get head colds and sinus infections around this time of year. So hoping that's all that it is, but, uh, I hope to be back tomorrow, probably still sounding exactly like this, but, uh, we're going to have a good time and Hey, it's a good thing. I've got plenty of interviews to carry us through. So you don't have to hear my raspy voice, but as always, um, I, well, I, I, before I close, I should say that, uh, I guess on Monday's show, I made mention that I want to, for the rest of the shows, um, moving forward, be able to take some time out. I obviously am not feeling well today. Uh, I, I really was going to hop on yesterday, but I, I took some time and I had to set a boundary. And that's my lesson. My wellness tip of the day is to set those boundaries. And there's something I saw on Instagram and the person said, you know, um, setting boundaries is all about what you are or aren't going to do. And so I made the choice to say, I am going to get some rest today. Um, and I think it, it definitely, uh, was the right move. Well, I said that to myself yesterday, but, um, so I just want to encourage you to know your body, know when you can kind of push through and know when it's time to, to take some rest. So I hope that's helpful for one or more of you. I know it was a good lesson for, and a good reminder for me, but, um, I hope that, uh, that rest will keep us 
um, on schedule for the rest of the week until tomorrow, hopefully. <laughs> Hold fast, stay true, stay hydrated, and let's go cracking. <laughs>